What if someone told you there isn't just one world? What if they told you that your reality isn't the only one? What if they said that there are infinite realities, infinite Earths, infinite versions of yourself, all just a bit different? What if they gave you a chance to explore them all? Welcome to Otherware. And welcome to our heroes. Pete Beck, a.k.a. Aaron Riley, former supervillain and social media celebrity, drifts in from Rancho Paseo Prime, where he's trying to step out from under his own shadow and forge a new future. Juniper Junie Haraway, an inexperienced sorceress with explosive magic, drifts in from Rancho Paseo Prime, where the loss of her grandfather and his magical expertise makes spell-slinging as the superhero mystic all the more challenging. Catherine Cat Slain II, a seasoned dimension traveler and daughter of the supervillain Transition, drifts in from Dimension 78341, Arcadia, an apocalyptic world being overtaken by supervillains. Phantom, formerly Noah Wilson, the ghost-like dimensional traveler, drifts in from Dimension 16209, a beautiful nature's paradise that evolved from a terrible world disaster. Quintessential hero, the naturally blue-haired not-a-protagonist, drifts in from Rancho Paseo Prime, a world where he's trying to live a normal life surrounded by far too many heroes, villains, and expectations. Rainy Woodrose Sunrise, a corporate-created hero, drifts in from World 60910, where superheroics are televised, sponsored, and largely risk-free. Hey everyone, this is Eric from the Editing Room. We unfortunately ran into some difficulties with this episode. You may notice a couple of uncharacteristic audio issues, and you will definitely notice the lack of our usual ribbon intro narration. So after the intro music, we will be jumping right into the actual play. Thanks for understanding. Now, enjoy the show. Okay, so we are going to start uh, with Charlie, actually. Oh, gosh. Okay. So can you guys set me this scene here in this this little basement? Well, it's not really a basement. It's a downstairs apartment that has been hooked up to an upstairs apartment that's got all the windows blocked with aluminum foil and is generally set up kind of like a workshop. And you have a kind of nervous guy getting ready to hide under his desk. Uh, can you guys give me where... Set my stage, the stage for you, your, your characters, please. Uh, Rain is sort of hovering uh, near the entrance because he's not entirely sure if, like, it's safe to be down there. The entrance in this case is into a closet with, with a ladder going up. Yeah, he's, he's hovering near the, the ladder. Santa is glaring at this man with every fiber of their being, shaking and rage and ready to just... You know, make some bad choices. Okay, let's start with the bad choices. Oh, no. Uh, I think, like, some part of Phantoms is aware that, like, this man is not reacting in the way that they were expecting. But I think there is this rage 
inside of them that they don't really show anyone and it's very rare to see that just kind of overtakes them and they kind of jerk forward and grab him and and I think they I think they punch him. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, really fast because that's something that he can do. Rain is going to uh, get up to Phantom and Adler and try to separate them. I'm actually going to have you roll defend for that then. Got it. Can I clear angry? Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Oh, okay, no. so I got a five and a six. That's not bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that's going to be a minus three. Because of the way the roll fell out, I think you're able to get yourself in between him and Adler before stuff happens. So I think I'm going to leave this to you guys to tell me how it works. Oh, no. Do I punch Rain instead? That's up to you. Sounds very apt for escalating the situation. Oh, yeah. I think what happens is that Phantom doesn't react in time because they weren't expecting Wayne to intervene. And instead, they punt him across the face. Okay. Um, I think that's going to count as a powerful blow for you just because your teammate just hit you, the one that you were just getting close to, has just punched you in the face. And I want to fail this one. You would love to fail this one. Okay, so I got a one and a four. How, how are you emotionally getting through this? I mean, it's raining. Aggressive. <laughs> oh, oh, no! Oh, no! So, the part no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, like, you know, I just got punched in the face, so I'm going to kind of wheel back and be like, what the heck? Uh, Chris, no! Uh, I'm... No, I get it. I don't get it. Who are, why is, why are, yeah, poor little Trevor Adler is like hiding behind Rain. Like he's bigger than Rain, so he's kind of squished himself in and is holding the back of Rain's shirt, trying to be like, "Stay in front of me." I, I can't, I can't, I can't see you here. What? Why are you here? This is my house. Are you guys super villains? <laughs> that's that's funny coming from that face. He starts sort of touching his face. I. Can you go now? Stardancer doesn't like it when people come in here. And Quint, you're on your way down. This is where you hear that you get that surge of like rage and fear and oh my God and down the ladder. Yes. Feels like emotions are running a little high right now. So let's calm that down before I do it for you. So did you actually get all the way in the room? If I see the punch happening while at the top, mm-hmm. I will do that cool slide down the sides of the ladder thing. Try and get, get there as fast as I can. So once you kind of hit the ground, that's where Adler like doesn't so much stand up as like explode. You guys, there's too many people here. Get out of my space. I need my... And he starts pacing around like he's going to physically shove you guys out of this, this apartment. I can't breathe with all of you in here. You, you don't understand. No, uh, you don't understand. This is my house. This is my... Leave. All of you go. And he's literally like ramping him. You can feel the franticness getting more and more and more. I would like to forcibly calm Adler down, which might call for a Unleash Powers, maybe. What does your powers look like when it manifests? So these particular psychic powers, you don't... There's no visual that people can see. The viewers will see some glowing from Quint, but like in in the world itself, is it's completely invisible. So as that aura of calming energy starts to emanate out from you, we're going to go back upstairs to Kat, who has also just rolled a powerful blow. Yes. So your uh, 
probably supposed brother is like not trying to touch you, but definitely there to engage with you. So I rolled a 10 last time. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to lose control of both myself and my powers in a terrible way. <sighs> uh, so Kat's going to disappear from the apartment. So for his upstairs mystic and feedback, Kat just sort of blips out of, teleports out of existence. The figure who has been talking looks around, then blinks out of existence as well. Um, oh, holy fuck. Okay. Oh, what's our next move, Mystic? What do we do? Should we try to follow her? Does she want to be followed? I don't, I honestly, I, I mean, we can't leave her, can we? I've absolutely not. Are there windows that we can look through or? Yeah. Uh, everything is clearly protected and like locked down. But uh, the thing is over the windows, it's one of those like where you can look out but not in, uh, except it's some sort of like metallic mesh, but you can see out easily enough. Okay. Well, I guess the first thing I'm going to do is try to walk up to the windows to see if she maybe just teleported out of the building. Pat, where did you go? So outside of a building, you can see a couple of quick blips as Cat is running off towards the city. Hmm. Okay, I, I see where she's going. I'm I mean I could try to follow her, but I I don't know. We can't just leave Cat alone. We need to oh, God damn it. Let's go. Yeah so about that remember the security system on the door? So it actually requires a touchpad, uh, a finger scan and a retinal scan to leave because it's been put in lockdown mode. Then wait, how did, how did Kat get out? She teleported. So it doesn't stop your powers or anything, but you can't just walk out. Also, there's the whole um, start answer dated transition and clone thing. So uh, the way the thing is set up, it's not like it's trying to lock, they're not trying to lock you in. Uh, it's pretty clear that Start answer was under the impression that Kat would be with you guys to let you out because she's the one that can turn that door switch. I don't know what to do. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I guess it's so. Um, Kat did recently teach me how to teleport, but I don't know if I can take you with me or we could try to break down the door, but that's going to take time. And I already can't see where she went. So. Uh, While you're guys having this moment of figuring out what comes next, we're going to go ahead and go back to the basement. Quint, can you roll your directly engage? Uh, nine total. Assuming that both Phantom and this guy, are the third, I'd like to take away their heightened emotions. Yeah, Phantom, how do you feel about this whole, your sort of emotions are getting smushed? I imagine because he's not trying to like hide this, you can tell your emotions are being soothed down. I think, feeling? I think Phantom just lets it happen because I feel like Phantom, Having punched Vayne by accident, I think Phantom understands that they need to calm down, but they can't do it themselves. So they just let it happen. So pretty much instantly, the energy in the room drops, and Adler's kind of... As he's searching the room, he, he looks at you, at uh, you being Quint, who I'm looking at in the room. <laughs> um, he looks over at Quint, uh, I don't know you either, I don't, I don't think. Who are, who are you? 
that's a good sign. But does anyone else want to meet Kat's brother? Who? You mean? Wait, are there more people? Probably. Like in the world? No, like in my house. Is, hey, wait, wait, does wait. Does the wait, upstairs wait. count as your house? As Rain says that, Adler's like, wait, wait, just hold that thought. I don't care. What is that? He's got all of his attention focused on Rain's magic wand. Like to the exclusion of everything else. would be my magic wand. How does it work? I don't know. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. I want to figure it out. Give me. Yeah, sure. I'll hand it over. And he immediately takes it. No, don't do that. That was really easy. He takes it and goes over to his workbench. He's completely oblivious to anyone else and sits down and, okay. So it looks like there's a bypass here, which I could probably open. Why would you trust him? Yeah, so I can't feel cat anymore. We should probably head back upstairs. I mean, I can't now. Just don't. I don't know. He hasn't threatened me or anything, so. I can't, I can't, I can't, I, I can't do this. I, I have to go. There's only one person in this room who has punched me in the face, and I'm just saying. Ow! Emotional powerful blow. <laughs> yeah, how are you feeling, Phantom? I'm not good about that. I feel really bad. Nine plus three <laughs> equals two. <laughs> oh, no. Phantom has left the chat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Phantom just kind of like collapses into a heap on the floor. Adler doesn't care. He's busy. Oh, okay. I've never had that happen before. Actually, that's a perfectly good place to go back to Cat here. So, Cat, why did you go? So, Cat's teleporting between rooftops and is tearing ass towards her mother's safe house in this dimension. And she is also sending off a distress beacon. Okay. Uh, So anyone in nearby dimensions with uh, an EAN, uh, ENA, sorry, Mm -hmm. um, can pick it up in the hopes that uh, her mom will come and help her. Oh, that's, that's wonderful. Okay. So tell me about transition safe house in this dimension. I did say I was sorry, Charlie. <laughs> uh, so transition safe house. Um, uh, we're in. Um, oh, we're still in Rancho Paseo, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, transition safe house is more of like a holiday home in this dimension. Yes. Um, nice beachfront, very expensive property. Mm. Um, very much like the sort of property that's flexing on everyone around them. Yeah, white uh, marble, big open plate glass windows, floor to ceiling, that whole. Yeah, it it's very, very much fits in with like the Silver Age uh, vibe of this dimension. Over the top super heroics and over the top super, vil- super villain mansion, but no one knows it's a super villain mansion. But any of these, one, the entire neighborhood, they all could conceivably be supervillain mansions the way they look. So, okay. So you get your a, a beacon out, blip in and out of existence. Get to take a minute and take a breath in your mom's house in this in this dimension. Um, what are you What are you doing? Are you going swimming or like doing something? Cat is going to start securing the premises. Oh, uh, she's going to put the house in like full lockdown mode. Start laying traps. And find Vimo, find and basically 
secure herself in the security room where she has access to all the cameras and can see everything around her. Got it. So you have enough time to sort of get this going, but it's not very long after you set this up that that fuzzy Yeti man appears in the foyer of this house, uh, which is under a giant skylight. So it's this fuzzy monster man sort of standing in the middle of this pool of sunlight uh, looking around. And as you watch him, he unfuzzies into the, the figure that has introduced himself as your brother and kind of starts looking at all the cameras. Hey, we, we really, we need to talk. Um, uh, Ken's going to tear ass and basically secure herself in the security room. He's not, not making any motion toward anything, but he's talking directly to the cameras. Like, look, I'm not going to go anywhere. It's okay. I know you have the, the mic system in there. Where it's, it's, it's fine. I'm not, we're, we're good. I'm not going to do anything. We just need to talk. Kat's going to access the speaker system through her spear. Uh, right now, she's just sort of huddled herself up in a corner and is just trying to make herself as small and invisible as possible. Please go away. I will. I promise. I just... You need to know some stuff first. I... Why? Why do you, why do you want me to leave? I... You're not, she wouldn't, she wouldn't lie to me like that. You're not who you say you are. This is just, this is just some trick. You're just, you're from some enemy brainwashed, just some, some tactic to get at me. So think about it. Did she ever tell you, you don't have any brothers and sisters? Has she ever said that? Yes. She told me I, I was the only one. It's just mm. me. It's just a, it's one of our Then you were in a much worse situation than we were. One of her allies is moving against her. This is just some carefully manufactured clone or something shaped to look shaped to look like the old me for Okay, look. Uh, well yes, exactly. Hey, hey, shh. It's okay. Okay, I'm gonna leave this right here. And he sets down something, a piece of tech, which you could probably identify as some sort of communicator. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave this here. Uh, you can get in touch with me anytime, no matter where you are, no matter what time it is. Just press the button, and well, I'll come uh, if you need me. Um, don't let her see this, though, please. That's the one thing I need to ask. Uh, we don't. It would be bad if that connection were made again. But I'm going to leave because I, I know this is a lot right now. But when you, when you want to talk to me, he, he looks really reluctant and takes a breath, looks over his shoulder, and then fuzzies out and over the, like, steps up to the door. And then as he hits the door, completely vanishes. Cat uh, is going to quickly teleport, grab the communicator, and then go back to her corner. All right. Uh, let's jump back to Mystic and Feedback. Uh, Fubeck is going to grab his phone and try and call the spear. Yeah. Uh, Kat, your spear starts ringing pretty much right after your brother leaves. Kat will pick up. Okay, thank God. You're not going to just hang up and leave me ghosted. Hi. Um, okay, I don't know what is going on, but are you safe? It's, it's a trick. I'm, I'm safe. can manage. Just... 
someone, I don't know who, someone, someone moving against us, something, I don't know, one of the people, someone back home, maybe someone back home is moving against my mom, maybe someone else, I was kind of managed to cross dimensional barriers. I thought she was keeping keeping that keeping that away from them, but evidently hey, someone hey, got in. Hey, cat, cat, cat! I need you to, cat! I need you to listen to me, okay? We just got you back. I am not about to lose you again. You are safer with us. We can figure this out as a team. You don't need to deal with shit alone. No, I've got I've got cameras, security systems. I can make traps. I've got. Cat, listen to me. Listen to me. I need you to take some deep breaths and I need you to focus. And then I need you to tell me where you are so we can come find you. Please. I am focused. We have your back. Cat, I made you a promise. Remember? I'm not going to abandon that promise. I need, I need to help. Please just don't shut yourself off again. Can that be a comfort and support? Yes. Okay. Thank God. That is a 10. Nice. (laughs) Oh. All right. Cat, do you remember the promise I made you? Yeah. We we just got back together. I'm not bailing on the promise now. I got I promise. Too much. I couldn't couldn't see that face again. I stop me. It wasn't me. I I know it wasn't. I know. Sure. Okay. Uh text text I text you the the address. You can get here. I should. You shouldn't be here when she, when she arrives. Yeah, I don't know how to get out of this apartment. To be completely honest with you, Mystic, Mystic, Mystic can get you out. She, she, she teleport. She teleported me and our our rabbit friend away away from her. Of her grandpa, I, I fucking missed a lot, huh? And she can she can get you all all to me. But you should you shouldn't be here when when mom gets here. She wouldn't she wouldn't like. Hey, cat! I want you to remember the last time we met your mom, we kicked her ass. Okay. Hey, can I have the phone for a second? He's gonna hand it to Mystic. Hey, cat. So, uh, we can follow you. We've got your back, okay? You want us okay. to come to where you are, right? No, no, because if no. you come here, she'll she'll find you, and it'll be it's her home turf. She's got more stuff. She isn't like she doesn't doesn't just have what she can carry on her. She'll she have a lot more. She'll have backup. I don't know what she'll be bringing. Oh, oh no. Last time, remember how last time went? For us, at least, it was actually pretty okay. Uh, We want to have your back. I fucked up. It's okay. No, no, 
the my distress beacon is not it goes tries to reach as many ENAs as possible. If anyone's nearby. I'm trying to try, trying to reach my mom, but don't know if she'll reach her, and I don't know what else this will bring down. Just can you need can to, you turn it off now? Yes. So that way, that way, only people that already noticed it will see it. Uh, cat will shut off her beacon. Okay. Do you, so. You said that's her home turf. Do you want to stay there or come back here or? I, I, I have to. I have to say he. He might be. Uh, he might be. I can't. I can't. Too. As that is dithering is happening, I'm going to go ahead and jump quickly back to uh, the people in the basement where Phantom has just dramatically collapsed. Uh, Quint, can you get Phantom back up the ladder? I could certainly try. Because I don't think they should wake up down here. That might be a a bad idea. Um, Yeah, we also should probably get back to the others. Yeah, like I said, we should probably go meet Kat's brother. Mr. Adler, can can I, I, I'm going to need that back. Oh, no, not that yet. Uh, I I, don't care, I need it back. No. You can't have it. You can't have it. I need it back. Fine. I, I will fight him. You're going to have to do something to convince him that he wants to give this to you. He is very, he's about ready to like take it apart. Yeah. I, I think Rain is pretty done with being down here right now. <laughs> so he's just going to like physically try to take it from him. Yeah. That's going to work easily. You don't even roll for that. Yeah. You, you got to reach for it. He's like, okay, don't hit me. Don't hit me. Don't hit me. Don't hit me. Has he like d- uh, done anything to it? There's some little scuffs on it. Um, he's he's been like putting it on equipment, looking at it through little glasses, and okay, so he's been like measuring it and stuff. Yeah, he hasn't tried to pry it open or anything. Yeah, he's getting ready to do the open it up thing. Got it. You got him just in time. <laughs> but can can you bring that back later? Maybe, <laughs> Quint. You're being kind of jumpy there. Um, Star Dancer doesn't like. Star Dancer takes care of me. He protects me. The world is terrifying. I don't have time to unpack this right now. We'll double back to that later. I'm seeing some red flags here. Yeah. I don't know what. Look, go away. If you're not going to let me have something fun to work with, I have stuff to do. And he turns back to his table. I'm going to try to awkwardly carry Phantom back up the ladder. <laughs> I feel like me trying to help would just make it more awkward. Yeah. It's a, it's a thing. Um, psychic whips around Phantom, dragging him up. Yeah. And guarding them up the stairs. So you've got Feedback and Mystic talking to Panic Attack Cat on the phone and Quint carrying unconscious Phantom into the room, followed by Rain, who was looking a little bit over it. What the fuck happened out there? We met someone. What? There's someone down there. Where's Cat and other Cat's family? Yeah, I was told I was going to meet a brother. I I'm still holding the phone and I'm like um uh, like holding it a little away from my face. Um yeah, uh Cat uh left for a little bit. Yeah, we're planning on finding Cat again. But we leave y'all alone for like 5 minutes. I leave you alone for 5 minutes and Phantom's unconscious. You know what? Fair. (laughs) Oh, God. We just got back together. It's been five minutes and everything's gone to hell. 
Can someone who, like, knows anything about the human body check on Phantom? Do we have a healer? Uh-oh. Is Kat hearing them talk about Phantom? Yes. They haven't muted the phone or anything. Oh, no. Um, so, so Kat, do you want us to come to you? Or should we meet somewhere else? Or do you want to come back? Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, if um, when Cat hears that Phantom has apparently like collapsed, um, Mystic, you can hear the sound, you can hear the sound of wind over the (laughs) mic as Cat is now hauling ass back to save Phantom. Okay, I, I assume that sounds like you're coming back. Thank God, someone who knows what they're doing. That's debatable. Everyone, it sounds like Kat is coming back here, so... Kat may not be doing the correct thing, but she knows what she's doing. <laughs> I'm going to set Phantom down and just double-check them that there's didn't hit their head falling down or anything, or... It seems like right about now is a good time, unless you want to wake up in Kat's arms, which is totally doable. Um, <laughs> start, start stirring a little here. You could definitely wake up in Quint's arms. You, you could do that. Or- <laughs> <laughs> I think as uh, Quint uh, starts laying Phantom down, Phantom starts stirring. Uh, Quint? Yep, that's me. I'm sorry. Did you? Were you carrying me? Well, someone had to. Uh, well, oh, thanks. Uh, that's, that was uh, nice of you. Uh, How many times have you bridled carried us recently, Phantom? Listen, listen, that's it. It's what I thank you. I'm just saying, turnabout's fair play. All right, you're getting worked up again. I think that might be bad for you. If Kat's still on the call, I'm gonna say, Hey, Kat, I don't know if you're still there, but Phantom's okay. Am I okay? Phantom kind of like just lays on the couch. Well, you're awake, so fainting couch. I think at some point, Kat is hung up. Okay, okay. We... <sighs> I, I hand feedback back the phone. I'm like, okay, I think she's coming back. As this is sort of settling down and Kat's on her way back, you guys have been a little distracted and then kind of haven't really noticed this, but there's a police scanner in on one of the tables in the room and it's sort of been crackling a little bit. And it comes to life and uh, you can hear the, the police talking about uh, a supervillain incursion heading toward downtown. It looks like a giant fucking Godzilla. It's it's stomping on everything in the way. It's going to get those protesters. We got to get some, some intervention here. But the superheroes are all busy going back and forth about this. Who's going to go take care of the giant Godzilla and how the buildings keep getting squished? Listen, I know this isn't our world, but we we can't just do nothing, right? I mean, somebody has to be here for when Kat gets back. I'll stay. Or, you know, Kat's going to get back before you guys start. I just wanted to get the, the plot rolling here. Uh, Kat, you're going to teleport right back in, right? Uh, yes. Um, she is immediately going to grab Phantom. Okay, can you guys set the scene that Cat walks in on for me? Feedback is listening to the news and re-suiting up, like getting the jacket back on, getting the mask slung back over his face. There is some background sort of like, it sounds like an engine revving up a base boosted. If Phantom is still on the couch, then Quint is tending to them, checking over for like a head wound or whatever. So he's like leaning over Phantom. 
phantoms lay on the couch and they have like they try to have like put an arm over their face but since quint's like looking over them there's kind of just kind of laying there try to not to like look up at quint <laughs> rain is just standing around <laughs> and rain was there too if we have a minute, Junie's going to run to the bathroom and switch into her super suit in like fast superhero changing speed. I just figure it's probably good for my character not to be wearing the dress anymore, if, depending on what we decide to do yeah. next. Yeah, absolutely. I just realized Kat was tearing ass across town twice in the dress. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to have let that scene kind of wrap down on everybody being confused. Can we sort of out of the game, what are you guys planning on doing here? You have a apparently mechanized Godzilla robot stomping toward the protesters in the downtown circle area. And you also have a lot of craziness happening. Rain would suggest splitting up. Having uh, a couple of people go after to the protesters and get them out of the way and having um, the rest of them go actually fight the thing. I think I can distract it um, because I don't know about the rest of you, but I can get real loud. We've noticed. So, so the police did say that it was a big robot. Yes. I can't just go away. Phantom like puts a head up and like pushes him away, like on his face. I, I'm fine. Uh, I could probably do something if I get close enough. You weren't fine like a minute ago. You literally collapsed into a corner. Yes, I'm aware. So no pressure, but there's a giant robot going sort of some protesters here. We, we should get going. So you guys going to split up or are you going to just all pile out en masse? I, I like Rain's idea. I, um, I'll go for, ca- for crowd control. Once we get those protesters safe or we get the monster redirected, we, re- we link back up. Well, no, I was kind of figuring we'd all just leave forever. Rain, <laughs> not now. Fair. I mean, it would be fair. We're not pulling phantoms. Ooh. Hey! Take another powerful blow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, guys, Cat obviously gets you out of the building really easy because that's boring. Uh, so, when Cat appears, she's just going to, like... Charge Phantom and grab him into a hug. Oh. And probably like knock out of a couch <laughs> and break oh. some of a drywall in the process. Uh, it's good to see you too, Cat. Yes. We should talk when there's not a monster. Uh, it, yeah. No, we should go do that. But we have, we should talk. I, I need to, I need to talk to you, Kat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad All you right, came I'll, back. Uh, yeah, we'll go uh, fight, fight, fight mon- monster thing. Do, do that. Oh, where did your brother go? Cat's uh, not going to answer that. She's just going to like, briskly walk to the door and open it for everyone. That's a good timing to walk out the door. Oh, uh, awkward family feedback. stuff. Feedback kind of has a point though. Um, do we have a way for the two teams to contact each other? 
Cell phones? Do we all have each other's numbers? I think canonically we do. I think most of you have exchanged numbers. Or we could not split yeah. up. That's also an option. Well, we need some people to go take care of the crowd, and the rest of us are going to go fight and redirect a dinosaur so it's doing less damage. Well, if it goes towards the crowd, we'll all be in the same place. We'll figure it out. I know, semaphore. <laughs> uh, what I heard was Mystic and Rain going to deal with crowd and everybody else going to do stuff with the monster. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So let's start with crowd control. Um, the people that are doing the anti-discrimination against, don't discriminate against mutants protest are they're aware that the thing's coming for them, but they're committed. They are doing their little march and chanting. And uh, Rain is going to try to find the person who uh, tried to stop them earlier. Yeah, she doesn't actually seem to be there anymore. All right, I'm going to find the loudest person at the protest. Sure. That is, uh, let's see, who do I have at this protest? That is the person with tentacle octopus bottom limbs and top half human centaur. Okay, I'm going to try to get their attention. Hi, you you to join the cause? Uh, yeah. Um, the cause needs to move. No, we we're protesting. I understand that, but there's a giant robot coming this way, and you're all in danger. And so I need you to help me get all of these people to move someplace else. If we bow to the man now, they'll see we bow for anything. Please bow to the giant monster. If you're so committed to being here, can I put up a protective barrier for you? Yes. See, this is how mutants help mutants. Go for it. Uh, Mystic, are you going to be able to hold that for however long we need it? As long as I don't have to do anything else, I can hold it for as long as we need. That sounds like foreshadowing. Uh, I think we're going to, like, yeah, leave that on. That sounds like we can't, uh, like foreshadowing. That's perfect. So you're going to set, set up the... Do I need to roll burn again? Since no, a new you have your burn still. Go okay. ahead and keep it. Then I will use one right now. I'll go to like the block on the edge where the protesters are and I'll be like, um, excuse me, everybody clear the street here. And then I, I'll put it there. So it's not like too close to them, but it is like in the direction that the robot is coming towards them. Nice. And then, so you guys are going to be set up there. I'm going to come back to you because I have stuff for you. But for the time being, let's actually go to the giant monster. So as the monster is walking toward you, it's also talking. Someone's talking out of it. So if you want to run with this one here, Siobhan. All right. So, yeah. So this thing has like, I guess, like loudspeakers that it is projecting from now that it is, I guess, probably pretty far away still, but like within sight of City Hall, it, it's now uh, casting a message and like uh, you hear a um, a woman's voice uh, yelling, um, I am not here to harm the protesters. I am here to send a message to Aegis. Aegis claims to be here to protect us, but what have they done to help the most vulnerable? Their ecological footprints get worse each year. How are they going to protect us when they will not protect the planet? And uh, she, she continues on to say, um, are they in here to support the mutant protest or are they here just to make sure we don't turn to methods that actually work? Petitions only do so much. If Aegis is in so such strong support of mutants and their causes, then why are they still in business with groups that have only done us harm and seek to continue to do so? That is um, interrupted 
by the sound of a very literal 20-whatever-it-came-out legendary Godzilla roar that is amplified to the point where it drowns out the speakers and then lowers in pitch and becomes a bass drop as feedback steps onto a rooftop, lights a glow, stares up at it, gathers the sound around his hands and just launches a blast at its chest. So it, it makes a petition for aid and you attack it. Go for it. Go roll, roll directly engage. You know what? No, you're making me feel, <laughs> can I change my mind? No, but what are you doing? Are you, are you trying to provoke it or are you trying to directly engage? It sounded like you were trying to, to fight it, not convince it not to do stuff. Yeah, I'm going to try and distract it. I guess. So I stand up. Yeah. So I do that. And then in a deeply distorted bass voice, just, just step away from the buildings. And this will all go better. So has this thing been squishing buildings as it's walking down the path or has it put such no, it's but it might maybe the occasional car if it's in the way in the in the middle of the street. But yeah, so this is this is like a four lane. I street, heard so on the police scanner that it was squishing buildings. You did hear that on the police scanner. Huh. I think you're a little misled. Is, is Phantom hanging out with feedback or is Phantom doing something else here on the in the scene? Rather, I think Phantom wants to get close to the robot to see if there's any like openings like get into it wait i'm a little confused give me one second so feedback is going to be directly engaging let me get phantom what what is your action here oh i want to try and get inside this robot okay so let's do the distraction here first so go ahead and roll directly engage you want me to carry quint (laughs) all right phantom is carrying quint as they do this i guess they're both going inside this robot all right. So first directly engage and then another directly engage. Would you say that this enemy underestimates me? I don't think that it sees you. So probably, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. All right. Because you're invisible. Use, <laughs> I am using the little space. Let me uh, resolve uh, Tom's feedbacks first, though. All right. That is only a seven, unfortunately. I am going to impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Yeah. Um, so Siobhan, how, how does how does she react so to this? How how close is feedback to the robot at this point? What do you guys think? Like maybe two, three blocks away. Okay. Are you standing in the street? I'm standing on a rooftop. Oh, okay. It's like a, a one-story laundromat thing. All right. The uh the giant robot is <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna pick up a car from the street as uh, some kind of gas guzzler type of car like it you know this is a city and yet people have these ginormous oversized trucks and stuff uh, and it's gonna pick up one of those and it's gonna toss it in your direction but not but just into the street in front of you not actually onto the building and uh, it's gonna say get out of my way I have more important threats to deal with. And that gives uh, Phantom the opportunity here to act. But uh, let's see, you didn't av- resist or avoid their blows. So I think... I maybe, know, yeah, maybe cons- that the car actually does get too close. I don't know. 
No, I, I want to see if there's a way to do something uh, like more narrative here. Have someone blame feedback for that car getting tossed. Yeah, let me let me hold on that one. I think I, that's going to be a fallout later. So, uh, Phantom, what's up with you and Quint? Yes, uh, so I rolled an 11 for directly engage with that. So I get closer and I say, are you sure you want to be up here with me? Pretty sure. I mean, what am I going to do with, uh, on the ground? Poke its feet? That's fair. All right. I think I see an opening. Uh, so this is like a giant mech suit, basically, that, that that's like literally a Godzilla that the pilot climbs up inside of. So I think maybe there's a a hatch on its stomach or something that you, you'll be able to, to, to work on. Yeah. You can't get into it right away because that's, that would be just short circuiting this, but you can like land on it. What is it? The monster thing that you climb on the monsters and stab them, that kind of thing. Is it currently yeah. breathing fire or anything out of its mouth? Is it breathing fire? It's got like, like a gross like truck or something. It's got like exhaust coming out of its nostrils, but it's not breathing fire right now. Are cool. you trying to get into where the cockpit is, or are you trying to get into some kind of like control panel on the outside? I was looking for a control panel. I, I don't know where Quentin is looking for. Drop me into its mouth. Uh, are you are you sure, Quint? Yeah, I mean the easiest way through is probably going to be whatever throat thing it has. Uh, listen to me, and listen to me carefully, Quint. Do not die. I mean, I haven't died yet. <laughs> All right. Fine. I will set quit down in the mouth. So, Eco-Terror, you see on your instrument, someone has been set inside the creature's mouth, <laughs> which is great because that's like a launcher for, for weapons. And someone else is trying to get into one of the control panels that they're sort of tapping at one of the outside panels. Give right. me guys a minute. I want to go back to the crowd control here. Uh, so the mutant protesters are really, they actually, as this, this person starts talking the, over the speakers, they're getting really into it. Like they're excited about this. They're not worried anymore. So they get back onto their little protest and they actually have been blocked on the side toward City Hall. So there's some rumbling about going ahead and just storming City Hall right now. I mean, that seems out of the way to me. <laughs> are you are you saying that to me? <laughs> uh, no, that was out of character. But, okay. <laughs> I mean, so that, yeah, they're like we we could go. It, nobody, everyone's paying attention to them. We could go in and like spray paint our message on the walls. We could go inside the building and leave tags there about and flyer everything aggressively flyering. Uh, okay, so I'm I'm this one I am going to say to Mystic. So like. I don't want to encourage this or anything, but that does seem like it would get them out of harm's way. Doesn't it? I mean, doesn't... Uh, I'm like, I'm holding the the moat up with my hands and I, I turn a little bit to look behind me towards City Hall and I'm like, but didn't she say she's coming for, for Aegis? Don't, aren't they in the City Hall? They, Are they? They do have a big office in there. Okay. That is where she's going. Um, I mean, uh, maybe I, I just, I just don't want them hurt. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's why we're here. Okay. Um, so I, I'm going to attempt to find the, uh, the octopus person yeah. again. Um, are you coming with us? We are going to storm the Capitol and well, the city hall and 
we're going to say stern things to our elected officials. Okay, listen. I know your heart's in the right place. No, it's not, actually. That's <laughs> your your heart is in the right place for you. That was a little bit prejudiced, though. I'm sorry. Okay, good. I, I will keep that in mind. <laughs> I I understand I understand what you're trying to do here, but Storming Sitting Hall is just going to turn more people against your cause. Not if we get to talk. They'll hear us and they'll understand the logic of that. That is not how it ever works. You're a pessimist. So what would you propose we do if we don't go into City Hall and talk to our representative officials? Well, I, I hate to belabor this point, but again, my main priority here today, right now, is not having an entire group of protesters get squished by the giant monster that is coming this way. I don't fear a giant monster. He t- you should. He turns it in. He has his little tentacles up on his hips. We will stand firm. Okay, but don't you care about the rest of the people here? We're not just talking about keeping you safe. You may not care if you get attacked by the giant monster, but the rest of the people here will be casualties to that. Okay, well, you raise a good point. Go ahead and roll roll provoke for me here. That is an 11. Nice. So So yeah, yeah, um, okay, fine. I guess we could just call, make a phone tree or something. Uh, what, what do you suggest we do? I, I would primarily suggest moving the protest to a different location that isn't in the path of the giant monster. Okay, everybody, we're going to move down four streets. Uh, the the uh, courthouse is there. We could set up there for a little while. And then there's a donut place right across the street. So maybe we could get donuts too. Yeah, inconvenience the courthouse. Put that on a protest sign. <laughs> So the protest, it does uh, get itself together and sort of start amoeba-ing. But it's going to take a while because it's a bunch of people and they all have some alternative motion strategies and stuff. So let's go back to Quint inside the monster's mouth. Cool. I would like to take a look around. So that would probably be a necessity situation. Okay, that is going to be an eight. Got it. What do you want to know? For this question, I want to ask, what is my best way in? What do you think this this thing is like on the inside, Siobhan? All right. So you just established that weapons can be shot through here. But I think there might be like an access hatch just for like maintenance stuff, even if it's not the way that you're supposed to go into the cockpit. And I bet if you tooled around at the psychic weapon, you could break that open. Cool. So there's like a Jeffrey's tube up here. Yeah. (laughs) All right. And uh, while I'm up here. What here is the biggest threat? I mean, I think it's still the robot kaiju. I mean, it could be the nuclear weapons that it shoots out of its mouth. Yeah, like, is is there any specific weapons in here that I should be in particularly worried about? So I think because you're in, like, this, like, weapons loading area, I think you can see that there's actually some, like, um, you've, you've, you might recognize if you, since you are... A, a person that comes from a family of superheroes that this is this machine is in our home dimension it's a Aegis brand training device right it's something that is often used in their like tactical um, procedures and, and demos and stuff like that uh, but what you notice is that it's not loaded with weapons that Aegis would normally use and that there seems to be some custom-made 
missiles and things in there that that don't match the branding on the rest of the device. And uh, they seem to be maybe filled with some kind of liquids. And they seem pretty scary. Cool. So I'm looking around and going, oh, Zillow, what did they do to you? (sighs) But I'm going to try to see if I can disable those liquid launcher thingies and eventually make my way down. But I think the those are going to be my priority up here. I think maybe unleash your powers. I can do that. And Phantom, what are you working on? Uh, I'm still trying to work on getting into the control panel. All right. So because I don't want to instantly end this scene, I think you can get into this panel, but it's it, it only controls one thing. Uh, Siobhan, what does this panel control on your kaiju? I'm thinking it probably controls like a leg. Okay, so you have, you're going to be able to get in the controls of a leg. And you did a not good roll. So uh, I think what you actually do messing around actually causes one of these weapons to fire past you toward the protest that is in the process of moving away at the uh, magical shield here. Oh, I have a suggestion. Why don't we have that aim towards feedback? Oh, perfect. That'll work. So yeah, <laughs> a... Uh, a, a a goof is like is this a missile full of liquid or like a, a liquid shot? Yeah. So what what's inside it is uh, experimental, extremely dangerous pesticides that have been <laughs> stolen from Mestra Labs. Captain Planet vi- villain here. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So f- feedback. You are getting. There is a large thing coming at you. Oh shit. Yeah, I think it's targeting feedback because that was the last threat registered on the AI in this thing. Can I jump in and defend feedback? Yeah, go for it. All right. Cat is going to quickly like teleport in and teleport out with feedback before the missile explodes. Which is great because my savior is plus free. <laughs> I, if you're cool with not rolling it, that is actually honestly kind of cool on his face, on its face. So... Oh, sure, yeah. I can not roll. Yeah. Feedback, how do you react to being snatched and pulled away? And that uh, thing, the missile, hits the top of the uh, laundromat and splashes. And everywhere it splashes, it starts eating into the ground. Well, first of all, Feedback was like getting ready to launch a blast at it and then just yoink. And he is relieved, especially more so. Now that he sees that this was apparently full of the xenomorph blood from Alien. And, uh... He looks at Kat, he's like, you know, Kat, I don't know if I've mentioned how much I appreciate you, but I really, really do. Thanks. Um, so, why would an eco-terrorist be carrying around, I don't think that's pesticide, that looks more like acid, like, it just ate through that building. Hmm. I'm gonna go talk to it. <laughs> Uh, and that lets you, Phantom, you're in the little, the leg panel. So what are you going to do? Uh, I think I'm going to try and disable this leg. Got it. Um, I think this will be a, a Unleash Your Powers roll just, or uh, if you want to use like the alien tech roll or something like that to see how effective this is. <laughs> that's great. That's, that's a six experience uh, yeah you you did get some experience 
you got the panel open, right, Phantom? Yeah. Okay. So out of the panel comes some vines that knock you off the robot and send you flying across the street. Ah! All of you on the ground see Phantom sort of spiral off and a injection of, of vines like sort of flailing around out of that panel now, which is really impressive looking. Quint. Uh, Kat, go go get Phantom before they hit the ground, please. Hey, I can float. I'm five. <laughs> <laughs> so a giant explosion just went past you. The, the weapon just shot out of the mouth past you. Did I see what it did to the building? or do, I mean, you'd have to look at, back out the neck. Cool. So if there are more of these tubes, I'm just going to smash them. So okay. That's where you are? Where... Right next to you? <laughs> yeah, and hopefully down into the robot. That's going to do some damage to you, too. That's fine. I have ins- uh, I have insecure, so... Ah, okay. I need to clear some conditions. <laughs> That's some very foolhardy action. Oh, my God. Oh By my taking God. a powerful <laughs> blow? <laughs> I mean, hey, it happens. I, I pick a thing to roll. Um, can I just roll, uh, take a powerful blow? Because I don't think smashing it will probably be. Uh, yeah, I guess. Are you using a sharp thing to break it? Because it's not like you, you can't just like kick it. and it, Like it's not that. I, I will use one of my psychic weapons for it, but I still imagine that it's not that difficult to explode. Yeah, I have some good consequences for this. So go ahead. <laughs> okay, so do you want me to unleash my powers? No, real powerful blow. <laughs> you 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 are able to do this, and you're willing to take the risk that it's going to come to. I think it's actually going to be at a like a plus one though, mm-hmm. because you are inherently taking this risk plus whatever conditions you have. This isn't a small part of the robot that you're inside that you are leaking dangerous chemicals. <laughs> yep. So I'm rolling this at a plus four. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. That's oh, a full no. hit. <laughs> All right. What do you, oh, what do you do? <laughs> Pick your options and oh, I have, I have some good follow up here. <laughs> uh, I mean, Quint, Quint needs to take some powerful blows every now and again, too. Does he? Oh, yeah. But I don't think I'm going to pass out here. Um, what I'm going to do is struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. Okay. And also, uh, give ground. Your opposition gets an opportunity. Um, so that might be knocking me out of the mouth, uh, if that is uh, something you want uh, to do. So if you're okay with it, Siobhan, I was going to actually have him fall down into the cockpit, but dazed so you can act. Yeah, let's say that, that acid like eats through the door or whatever. Yeah, so what, what I was going to do, clear this with you first, though, is I was going to have the acid explode and eat its way through and be dripping into the cockpit where you are and where he is, but he falls kind of dazed and you're in a place where it's shielded, but it will eventually eat all the way through into where you guys are. That worked about as well as I expected. So what does what does he see when he gets in the cockpit with you? Yeah, I didn't think about the look for this that much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you see a uh, a woman with green skin her hair is made out of vines. There's actually pink blooms mixed into that those tendrils. She's got her her legs don't look like human legs right now. Um, one of them is 
you can see that some of the vines are going off to the side underneath the cockpit. You can't see where they're going. She's, uh, you know, got her hands on the controls. She is angry and surprised that uh, that you did something so stupid. <laughs> um, uh, and she's like, what the hell are you thinking? I'm doing something important here. Well, at least now you're doing it without whatever the hell those things were, which looks like bad news. I probably shouldn't touch it, right? Yeah, you shouldn't touch it. In fact, there's some of it dripping right over there. You should take a step to the left. <laughs> oh my God, I'm here to show Agus they shouldn't do business with Mester Labs. And I'm here to show them how awful their business partners are. And I'm here to show all the people on the street how we shouldn't allow such a thing to happen in our city. Just a question. Is this on the loudspeaker? Are other people hearing the speech happening? Yeah, I think so. Cool. So Quint is just going to audibly shrug. Um. <laughs> it is totally doable. I have people in Arcadia that, that will audibly shrug for me. It's great. <laughs> sure, the loudspeaker definitely picks that up. <laughs> so that these people who are very familiar with my audible shrug <laughs> know that I'm not dead. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. From that side, feedback just goes, here's the shrug. Okay, good. He's okay. <laughs> he won't be when I get to him. I'm going to kill Quint. Wow. I'm going to amplify my voice. So your great plan to convince someone of this is to make a giant mecha Godzilla and melt a laundromat. I don't think people are going to remember your message. I think they're going to remember that you melted a laundromat and threw a car at a teenager. Uh, I'm going to go get Quint. Are you provoking? Yeah, let's provoke. I don't think I'm good at superior. I'm at one superior, but I rolled it at 11. So that's a 10. Nice. Wow. All right. Well, my intent is to kind of get them to consider their actions here and be like, you know, maybe my plan isn't great. I don't know if that's how it's going to play out, but. You did assume that they made the Mecha Godzilla or she made the Mecha Godzilla. She does stop. Um, well, maybe not stop all the way, but um, maybe slow a little bit. And I think if you hadn't said the things you would, she would have just kept, she wouldn't have responded to what you said. But because you said the things that you did, I think she's saying, I didn't make this. I didn't make any of this. I've just taken what they've been using and I'm going to show them that the general public doesn't like it. And they're so good at hiding all these nefarious things they do that no one sees how fucked up all of this is. And I don't understand why someone like you is trying to stop me. Uh, and I think after that, she does she stop after saying that. Okay, so I do want to jump back to the crowd control people just to sort of check in. Your... Your protesters have a wee bit off and are happily eating donuts and protesting the courthouse down the street. What are y'all doing now? Um, I, I, I think I might actually follow them and just put up a new moat in front of where they are just to keep perfect. Them. If anything gets thrown towards them, there'll be something over their heads to stop it from hitting <laughs> them. 
I'll stick with Mystic. Guys, so are you getting very nice artisanal donuts too with like bacon on them? <laughs> what kind of <laughs> weird donuts are in this dimension? Just normal donuts. Mm. Just normal donuts with carrots on them. I do love a passion fruit glazed donut. Oh, that's so good. Actually, I think these are the ube stuffed donuts. Oh. This is like a Filipino bakery. So you've yes. got like senorita bread and you've got, what are the things? Yeah, come grab me some. The, what, what are the ones? <laughs> the, the, the round dense ones that are stuffed and delicious. Opia? Yeah, those. Listen, not every single dimension we go to is going to have weird food. Just wait until we go to <laughs> Phantom's dimension. That food's going to be interesting. <laughs> This one is just a little more multicultural than the actual city this place is based on. Mm. Okay, so the most important points uh, were that uh, she didn't make any of that stuff. Uh, any of this, most of the terrible things that she's using, the, the mech and the uh, chemical weapon, the casings and all that, but like she didn't make them. And uh, she says, I'm just showing everyone how bad the people that made them are type of stuff. Like, why does the public support people that do such terrible things. And you couldn't do that with a you couldn't do that with a YouTube video. So, I think I'd like to sort of wrap this down with what are you guys doing? Cat would like to teleport inside the cockpit. You take me with you? Uh, Cat can take Phantom with her. I'm not making you roll for this. You bleep out of existence and inside the cockpit, which is a very tight fit at this point. <laughs> All right, I would like to punch for green person. Oh my god! <laughs> okay. Uh, I get. I mean, okay, I I still want you to roll for that because I I want to decide how I respond based on that. <laughs> oh no, that's that's a four. You you do it, but before your fist comes away, it becomes wrapped in some vines. Um, her arm has, has turned from what was the shape of a normal human arm into, um, vines spewing out from it that have wrapped your uh, arm. And, um, she says, will you stop? I am trying to do something really important here. We need to spread the message. Just doing protests and petitions is not enough. I have to do this. Uh, and so you're... You're just being held by um, these vines. So from the outside, this, this kaiju has come to a complete stop. Uh, you can hear the broadcasting still from the inside, but... We're like, just arguing. Yeah, it's like a bickering inside of Jake. <laughs> yeah, if you've actually just got to... Well, look, I really don't appreciate the part where you threw a car at me, though. That was super uncool. It was a warning. To be fair, you blasted first. I made loud noises to get your attention and not have you stomp a protest. Again, I'm not stomping the protest. Well, we, we heard that you were stomping towards the protest and that there were buildings getting knocked over. Who did you hear that from? Oh, fuck the police scanner. Oh, God damn it. Kat, can you just port us all down real quick so we can have a nice conversation. She's going to let go of Kat's arm. You know, you were talking about how they're destroying the environment and I, for one, think it's probably a good idea to stop any of that destruction from happening. I know personally, well, maybe not personally, but I've seen what I can do when 
when things go too far. I think you're doing the right thing. Well, I don't know if a kaiju... I never considered it before. She actually smiles at that. I'm sorry for us rushing into this, but I... Listen, protest via kaiju was new to me. (laughs) Listen, I hate this machine so much. I was hoping that they would destroy it in the aftermath of this. Do you know how much energy this thing wastes? I mean, probably not more than a Hummer. The camera shows the Hummer with a giant truck she threw in trash in the background. (laughs) As you guys are talking, you notice that from behind you, there's a news van that's pulled up with uh, a news crew and person coming up with the camera and like sort of hanging back so they don't get stomped, but, but filming you guys from a discreet distance. Oh, God damn it, we're in the public again. And we don't have rain here to throw off legal red tape. Cat is feeling overdressed. Um, how about we get out of this very tight cockpit? And I think we need to have a discussion and maybe not have missiles, you know, armed with deadly xenomorph acid in your kaiju mouth. She hits a button and the the real, like, purposeful door to the cockpit swings open and she jumps out. Cool. Quint jumps out, too. I will float out. You got our little group of everybody except for Mystic and Rain downstairs with the television crew talking to Eco Terror here. And the kaiju has a... It's visible for the people that are at the courthouse. It's visible that the kaiju's stomach has opened and it's still and it's not smoking stuff out of its nose anymore. The feedback is going to look down at the news crews and then at... um our pilot and just be like, if you want to send a message, now's your chance. I'm an amplifier. Also, on the down low, if you want me to do something to fuck up this kaiju so it can't be used anymore, I could probably do something. Oh, shucks. And she gives you a little, uh, you know, like a little shoulder punch. She's like, that would be great. Of course. Uh, and she turns motions to uh, feedback and, uh, you know, prepares basically the same speech that you all heard her when you first uh, saw the kaiju in person. Um, Hi, so I think that a good place to end this little conflict is with Eco Terror giving a speech to the camera, Phantom in the background invisibly fucking up this kaiju, which is going to stand as a memorial to why you don't mess with the environment. Right uh, in the middle of the street. Right in the middle of the street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that lets all of you guys sort of group back up and meet up with Mystic and Rain who have realized, you know, fighting's over. Oh. And started heading towards yeah. that direction. So I think that was a fairly res- well-resolved thing. So let's uh, have you all regroup, I don't know, outside the donut parlor, maybe? I would love a donut. Hey, these are purple and very delicious looking. Are they vegan? There, There is vegan donuts. This is California. How good. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> So there's a group of the six of you eating donuts and drinking coffee or hot chocolate or tea or whatever your beverage of choice is outside this while there's a protesters are doing their little marching. It's a very pretty day. I feel like the protesters will have gathered around the kaiju itself as a point of protest. I like that. Yeah, you've got to circle around the kaiju and uh, Ego Terror is actually still broadcasting. It's it's very, very picturesque right there. Uh, cover the paper for like weeks to come here. 
Um, so really get the message out. Yes. Uh, this is actually a pretty successful process as these things go. Uh, also a big street. So no one got so, squished. Yeah. And then and the fucked up part about this is that the news station didn't come for the protests. They came for the kaiju. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the idea, right? Yeah. Uh, so get your moment to breathe. And as you guys are kind of coming down from all of this, suddenly this beautiful sunny day, clouds start racing across the sky and it becomes very dark and very cold and very windy. And as you're standing there looking up, the sky sort of opens and a figure in a black hooded cloak sort of zooms out and hovers right above you with its arms raised to, to strike. And then across the way, the sky rends open with electricity and a menacing figure in black leather with lots of weapons comes out the other side and raises her hands menacingly. And there's a moment where nothing happens. And then there's a loud explosion of light and sound. And when you clear your eyes and ears, you're back in the middle of the graveyard that you left from at the very beginning with the voiceless and transition locked in Mortal Kombat over your head. Oh, no. Okay. And that's oh. Uh -oh. oh, my God. <laughs> oh, fuck. At least we know it's not a dream. I feel like Feedback still has a donut in his mouth right now. Thanks for listening. In this timeline, Junie Mystic Haraway the Nova is played by Siobhan. She can be found on Twitter as at SpellboundMage. Quintessential Hero, the Delinquent, is played by Eric, who is also our fearless editor. He can be found on Twitter as at PrimeFactorX01 or as the voice of Silk in the Shadows of St. Fleur podcast. Phantom, the Nomad, is played by Charlie. The C can be found on Twitter as at Magical underscore Pride or on Sir Podcast as at Prepod Engage. Catherine Slane II, the Scion, is played by Allison. Aaron Feedback Riley, the Reformed, is played by Tom. He can be found on Twitter as at Albion Graves or on his podcast as at GMM Cast. Rainy Woodrose Sunrise, the Star, is played by M. He's on Twitter as at MacadyMac. And I'm Lee, your narrator and dimensional tour guide. I can be found on Twitter as at The Law of Names. Otherware is produced by Law of Names Games. Our other projects can be found at lawofnames.com. It's played in Masks, A New Generation by Brendan Conway from Magpie Games at Magpie Official on Twitter. Our theme music is composed by Michael Freitag on Twitter as at Admiral Amara. The actions and opinions presented here belong to the individuals from this dimension only and are not representative of any other selves known or unknown. Otherware is not responsible for any side effect drifting produced by listening to this podcast. Next time on Otherware. I don't have a good feeling about this. It's never stopped us before. Maybe call someone? Oh my god. Usually you fly. I'll float. I sort of just fling myself. Because you can't do anything about it. It's a little bit out of our league. I'll give him a discount. It's fine. No, absolutely not, Quint. There are literal assassins. Oh, for fuck's sake. This is a lot of people. We're sort of a commune. Okay, that's actually kind of pretty. The weather report didn't say anything about thunderstorms today in beautiful sunny Rancho Paseo. It also didn't call for supervillain fights.
next time on Otherware.